What's your perfect. favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome to you. Can, can sip, sip with, with us. us. Don't you hate it when your voice doesn't sound like you? Sort of, but I don't feel like I hate it, hate it. I hate it when I don't feel good, but sometimes I like my voice to not sound like me. Sometimes oh. I like my voice better. Like, like you sound like... Vixen-ish? Yeah. Like Yeah, you sound vigilante. like a little... Like you should maybe quit your job and do a little something, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like a phone... Sir? Use your voice to your advantage. Oh, yeah, some sort of phone song. So know? I was telling Ashley, open right an OnlyFans just for until just for the next few days. We got an email forever ago from OnlyFans, and I thought, wow, what? their marketing team is on it. If they're emailing a podcast, they had probably had no Whoa. idea. And this, I didn't before, know they did that. Oh, me neither. And I, this was before I even knew, I had no idea who they were. And then it became, I feel like they've gained a lot of popularity. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't know name recognition till, or till whatever. Yeah. And so I was, I told Chris, I was like, oh yeah, they emailed us like however long ago. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Obviously what was the respond. email? Like we want to partner with you or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was like what? a generic, like they uh, yeah. probably went to our Instagram or something got our email and then just are like sourcing. I mean, they're casting a wide net. It's probably right. how they got so major because they have this like crazy outreach team. So I feel like the girl that came out and accused, well, I, yeah, I think it's still just accusations against Adam Levine. They call her oh. an Instagram model, but I think she's an OnlyFans person. Like affiliate. Uh-huh. Yes. An only like I feel affiliate. like, yeah. So I feel like, there are some people that are like mainstream people will mainstream. I mean, they, they would be what like E list, G list, Z list celebrities, but like they are, but these people are on the radar because they have like millions of yeah, only fans. A list on only fans. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I was telling Ash, I feel fine today. I feel yeah. fine. But this morning I started coughing up some and there was like, you know, phlegm, phlegm. Yeah. Yes. And I thought, well, maybe I had a little bug in my right. rug all week and didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm still waking up usually once in the middle of the night. The kids had a tough sleep week. Mm-hmm. A couple nights yeah. ago, it was actually – if it's not one or the other sometimes. Last right. night, we got a very good night's sleep. Last oh. night, we went to bed at like 9.45. Yeah. I woke up at 5.15. That's oh, a pretty oh. solid stretch. Yeah, that's a solid stretch. Or is that a five fifteen wake up? That's like kind of, that's a normal. Hold on, our contractor just got here. He's dropping off something. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What's the contractor for? Well, behind that mirror, there's like an open electrical thing that he was going to cover, and oh. then our drawers are not reinforced, yeah. so they're like really big drawers. And the drawer that we had the knives in started sagging and it broke, and now the drawer that we had our plates in is sagging and breaking. So he's he fixed the, that one drawer, but we're realizing, oh, they're all like they, the way yeah. that they built this home is very, uh, looks good, yeah. but you lift up the hood and it's, it's not oh, a good no. situation. There's lots of like plumbing issues, <laughs> electrical issues. Now the cabinets. Yeah. It's, it's a wild you know, situation. I don't, 
I, that's not good. Mm -hmm. Um, so we live in a development that was all new. Everyone moved in and they were all new homes. Yes. And there, did yours come with like a, a warranty thing for like the first year? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that's a new, I don't know if it's a new home thing. Definitely there can be some, like we had a situation where, um, our shower water, like one day we were like sitting. So the way our master bedroom is above the living room, two story. Right. And so I, I was showering and Chris was like, we had the fireplace turned on and he's like the fireplace because an electric fireplace is like, it started getting weird. Like I could hear like oh. steamy sounds or something. Well, the water from the shower was dribbling down into the fire. Oh shit. So they had to okay. rip like some of that out. Plum and or something? Re- yeah. And then yeah. but that was the only thing that we had. Everything else was okay. There was like very minor things. They came around and like as things settle, there was some cracks, like little yeah, you know, right. things that they touched up. But there were some people in our neighborhood that were like, I think I got a bad apple because they were over there all the time fixing foggy windows and insulate like a bunch of Mm -hmm. just stuff that that i don't know if they like went too fast on theirs or what right that's what i have that out luckily you have that year yeah we thought maybe it was because it was the model home and they were like building it and just like taking short you know didn't like because there's like they didn't put the return in in our hot water or something it was just like open wires and so we weren't getting hot water out for a long time yeah and then um like some of the outlets would just weren't hooked up and stuff and like the guy we had electrician come out took the plate off this just exposed wires Mm. so we were like oh maybe it's because it's the model home and they were like just cutting corners or something but then in the Facebook page, and I've talked to some other families in the community, they're like, oh, no. The builder, apparently, everyone's having issues like, with their, like, the hot water and plumbing and, like, p- tubs pulling apart from the shower. They didn't do the right caulking or something. So then there's getting, like, mold. I don't know. Lots of things. So I'm wondering if it is maybe new build communities. They're just churning them out so fast. And I do think they get bonuses based on how quickly they can fill like, them. Fill them. Yeah. yeah. Fill them. So anyway, it's always a hassle. Those kinds of things that could be a rant in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. When you got to do something for the house. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's coordinating a person. It's a whole thing. And it's nothing is going like super smooth. And John, John tends to a little bit. He's not so much this way, but he can be in certain instances, a little glass half empty. Kind of. Mm, yeah. And so, you know, things will happen. You'll be like, oh, of course, there's another thing that didn't go right. Or like a, a server the other day messed up our order. And he's like, I knew she was going to mess that up. Right. And I'm like, I thought to myself, did you know that? Or like, because yeah. he, it was just a pizza order, whatever. Um, but he, he said something the other day. So I don't know if it's accurate or if it's um, like his perception of it. But he was like, we had the guy come to install the blinds yesterday and the motor wasn't charging. So I got motorized blinds in the um, master yeah. the primary and it wasn't charging. So the guy couldn't set it up. So there's just like cords hanging from it. And I'm like, what's up with this? And he's like, yeah, the guy couldn't, da, 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 they got to send someone back out. And he's like, just another thing. Like, mm. he's like, it seems like we can't get anything done. Correct. Like it's just, yeah. death. and I was like, that's kind of, I think that is true. I feel like everything that we've had done recently has not like it's it's a bo- it becomes a boomerang test. Yeah, 
task, you check it, but boop, right back. Or opening up a can of worms each time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that aside, I was going to ask you as you were going to check uh, get as the contractor came, I was like, I haven't asked you, how's it been settling in? Because moving's really hard. It's always, you know, it's, yeah. It takes a long time, but like, how are you all settling in? Are you loving the new place? Like yes. how? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I feel like the spaces are pretty much done at this point. Now I want to personalize them with like photos and things Yeah. Um, and do decor, but we are settled and I feel like everything is usable and where it's supposed to be, except for there's one closet, like there's a closet with storage that we still need to like go through boxes. But for the most yeah. part, I feel like we're in, we're settled. I've started doing this thing where I reset the house every night and that feels really good because it's yeah. now we have this big entertaining space. And before our house was sort of like segmented. So if the kitchen was a mess, there were still other rooms that were beautiful and clean. Yeah. So what, but now when you walk out, it's like the kitchen, living, sitting, entry, all of it is open. So if the kitchen is a mess, you see it from like everywhere you are yep. in that, you know? So I've been starting to reset it and that feels really Tuck good. The and house I just, at night. Yeah. Yes. It's so pretty. And like, and then of course, you know, Christmas trees, like the Christmas yeah. lighting and other little lights that I have. Yeah. It's, it's going very well. That's a rave. It was my rave. I have another rave of a nighttime Chris, during the holidays. Oh, mm-hmm. that, but that mo- no, this is the perfect time to weave it in because that's the moment where you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, the magic of Christmas when the house is like quiet or towards the end of the evening when all the lights are still on, but all the main lights are off or like yeah. low, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's uh, cozy. I saw this- I don't know if it's made it over to Instagram, this reel where she says, I don't have a lot of rules for my house, but one rule I do have is I never, ever, 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 ever. And she says ever like a hundred times under any circumstances, use the main lighting source. And it shows like all the like (laughs) candles and little desk lamps and like twinkling trees and things like that, you know, that she uses in like the ambiance light. And it does look very cozy at her place. And that's like wintertime. It was forever ago that I brought this to the pot as one of my faves. And it was a, I think it was a book that I started listening to on uh, whatever iTunes, whatever that reading books on, on audio book. Audible. Audible. Yes. And it's not pronounced hege because it's like H-Y-G-G. It's like hoogler or something. Okay. But it's this concept of happiness. Mm. And it was like some of the things they shared were so basic. But yeah. it was um, one of those things was lighting and candles mm. in your day-to-day mm. can create mm. uh, such happiness in your world, like your, your environment like that. And it was just talking about like basically manufacturing cozy, right. Of like candles and lamps and lighting and like an actual impact that that can make to your mental health. I actually feel like I just saw something on TikTok also about that, that said something with like seasonal depression. When you lose the natural daylight, you try, I mean, obviously they have those seasonal lamps, like a sun lamp, but to create sort of a joyful light yeah. environment in your home, something like, I don't remember. It's not yeah. like, maybe I was tired when I was watching that because it's not sticking in my memory, but something along those lines that like yeah. lighting really can impact your mental state. We got a couple lamps after I listened to that in the, in our main area. And yeah. then also the underlighting under the cabinets. Oh, so the kitchen yeah. lights can be off at night and those can be on. And mm-hmm. We got those from Costco. And I'll tell you what, 
every time we put those in, I walk into my kitchen at night. And I'm like, yeah, baby. Yeah. Or in the morning. This is living. You know, oh, yeah. go down yes. and like start to get things mm-hmm. humming, but those lights are on mm-hmm. and the other light. It's, it's mm-hmm. real. Yeah. It's real. Oh my gosh. By the way, I don't think we talked about what we're drinking. Oh, what are you sipping on? Because I, I wanted thought, to share what I'm yeah, sipping yeah, yeah. on. Yes. You said before we went live, I think, that you yes. got a hot buttered I've rum. I've got a hot buttered rum and people have asked for the recipe. So we'll okay. do a – it's the all recipes hot buttered rum. So you can mm. Google hot buttered rum all recipes. But we can also throw the recipe up in our Insta as well. Okay. I'm drinking and I'm very excited about this. Leah, our cocktail connoisseur the other day – or she's our general cocktail cup. But the other day uh, when I was in Flagstaff, I guess she, I, I remember her talking to me about this. It's can, C-A-N-N, it's cannabis infused social tonic. And it's two milligram THC, four milligram CBD, this little tiny can here. It's lemon lavender. Um, but I had one in, the other day because she, she brought them in for me in Flagstaff and I brought them home. And uh, I had one the other day when I was feeling just kind of blah yeah, and it just, you don't feel high. You don't feel yeah. really anything, but just zens you out. Like Relax. I'm a big fan. So there are these tiny little cans, 30 calories. And I looked up online to see if I can get them here. Cause they're based in San Diego. And I found a couple places in Arizona nice. that has them. Nice. So I feel like this is a nice little tonic, little alcohol free tonic, but gives your body a, a relaxing vibe. Oh, I love that. You know? Yes. yes. That's what I'm sipping. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. So it's no news here that we are big fans of taking care of your mental health and therapy is becoming my new favorite way to do that. That's where BetterHelp comes in. It is traditional therapy with classically trained therapists but you get to do it right from your own home. So you go online, take a little quiz, fill out what it is you're kind of looking for and you know where you're located. And then it will give you access to within, you can you know meet with your therapist within like 24 to 48 hours. You can do it on video chat. You can do it on phone. Um, you could even just type if you want. And I've been really enjoying when I go on, I like that I can do it from home. And then I like when I match myself with a therapist because they'll give you options. And if I meet with them, I'm like, "Mm, I just didn't feel like the right fit. I can easily switch. And it takes out so much of that sort of guesswork and driving back and forth and sitting in awkward, you know, therapy waiting rooms and not knowing if this is going to be the right fit or not. So then you get in there and you have someone that's a neutral board that knows what they're doing, like a neutral sounding board knows what they're doing and can help you through whatever it is that's going on in your brain, whether that's, you know, self-empowerment, um, dealing with trauma, learning coping skills. And it's so powerful to just have that person, the neutral sounding board to help you kind of unclog that brain and get the cobwebs shaken free. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sip. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sip. 
we have got some two sips. I went yes. into the vault. Um, oh. I had filed some things away from a long time ago into a rapid fire question folder. Oh, I also Great. have, let me see here. Um, someone who sent a message, um, around like just being curious about something. It was an interesting topic. Should we get, I, okay. I, it's just kind of like choose your own adventure. Do you want to, do you want to start with a two sips? Do you want to start with a curiosity or do you want to start with, um, a random rapid fire? Um, I, I think we could start with a random rapid fire. Okay. Random rapid fire. Ice cream or custard? I don't know if I've ever had custard. So ice cream. I, ice cream for sure. I feel like custard is just melted ice cream. It's like, is that what it is? Well, I don't know. I feel like custard's kind of like a pudding or a panna cotta or something. Okay. I mean, those of you who know what custard is are probably screaming right now. No, I mean, I, but like, I just I feel know. like a warm, it's, yeah. it, it's like, it's warm or something. And I just feel like, no, give me melt, give me frozen ice cream. Like if someone said the what's custard, I would, I would know what it is, but we don't have it as a dessert here in Oregon. So maybe it's like a, um, custard. geographical thing where it's a more common dessert like not once in my whole life just for people listening has my family ever has a staple dessert ever been custard i wonder if custard is kind of what goes underneath creme brulee kind of vibe you know what i mean and i feel like without that sugar crunchy topping creme brulee is really not that special yeah yeah so ice cream is custard more popular other places i'd like to know Okay. Uh, funny you bring that up because someone, was it someone on Patreon gave us feedback or was it someone in my DMs? I think it was, it was someone in my DMs today. So we record a second episode every week on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sit with us. It's a behind the curtains look at Colin and I basically. And we do some hot topics over there. We talked about Harry and Megan yesterday. Yeah. And their documentary. And someone wrote and said, I just wanted to get, you know, I listened. I just wanted to give you some insight. It's not just a royal thing. She's like, I'm British and we just don't hug over here. We are not huggers. That's not part of our culture. And we also don't say I love you as much as you guys do in America. And her stance is, she's like, Megan had too high of expectations and she needs to knock it off or something like that. I was like, oh, yeah, she's really not a big fan of Megan. But I thought, interesting. So it's not, you know, it, the culture, it's not yeah. just a royal thing. It's a, apparently, uh, according to this person, a British thing. Interesting. They're not really huggy and lovey. Wow. Wow. They're, and I said, okay, noted. What part of the human face is your favorite? Of a human face or my human face? The or? human face. What part of the human face is your favorite? Oh, jeez. Probably, I mean, you know, eyes yeah, so ahead. I can see. Okay, like, so you're going with your human face. Yeah. And the okay. function. I'm going function. Function. I was thinking, what do I like to look at? And I oh. would say, my initial thought was mouth. And then I thought, well, no eyes because they tell everything. But then I also feel like I, I think I, I don't know if I, like if I'm across the room from someone, I can't really see their eyes. Right. But I can see their mouth more. And also there's, uh, if it's a guy, 
I also noticed like the color of his beard. Like if he's got the dark shading. Yeah. Or sometimes certain people's mouths. I, I feel like, I don't know what my favorite part is. I think the part that I look at the most is a mouth. Mm-hmm. Like their smile or their yeah. frown or just the shape of it in general. But then if I'm close up, I think the eyes are, you know, the best window. But yeah. Yeah. That's a hard, I don't really, that's an interesting question, you know? Yeah, it's a good one. She that's stumped, good one. She stumped you. It's hard. This is a great one. And this comes okay. from Kala. Oh, wait. She sent at the bottom how to um, pronounce her name. It's Kayla. Kayla. Great. Hi, Kayla. Um, she said, hope you enjoy these silly questions. Love the podcast so much. Yes, we're very much enjoying these and we love you so much. What? Okay. <laughs> if you were in a witness protection program, what would be your new name and where would you go? Okay. I... How are you, how are you going to tackle this one? I have a, okay. I have an idea of mine. Well, then you go. Did you did you were you ready? No. Okay. So the way I'm thinking about this is, if I'm in witness protection, something really bad has happened to me, so I can't yeah. go, or could happen, so I can't go too too off center with the name because I don't want to like bring attention to it. So I I've been told. That if I was not a Colleen, right, like what would your name be? Yeah. And I've heard like a Lauren or something like that in the past. So I think I'm going Lauren because that's a very popular name. There's mm-hmm. so many Laurens. I'm going mm. like Lauren Smith or something, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to California because there's You're so You're going with like a basic, there's a million Lauren Smiths. They're not going to find me. They're not going to catch me. There's a million uh, Lauren Smiths. A million Lauren Smiths. And I'm going to a state that has millions of people just to where I can still, I don't want to go to like a remote island. I don't want to go like right. off into the hey, blending in. woods. You know, I want to blend in, but like still have a good life. Okay. You know? So the thing where I initially went was like, well, if I'm in witness protection, someone's telling me what the fuck to do. True. Fair. Where you went was like, if I'm witness protecting myself and, and I kind of like that matter. Yeah. Because I'm reading a book right now, a series, uh, and she did, they thought she, these people thought they killed her and instead she lived and she stole the identity of someone else that died that night. And now she's going on a serial killing rampage, killing the people that attacked her like systematically. Wow. And so she got to create her whole life and her whole story, basically. I mean, she had d- took the name. But I think that would be more fun. That's a more fun thought yeah. for me rather than I'm in witness protection, meaning like people are coming after me. I want to be the aggressor here. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be this girl, you know, who's like, I'm going to steal someone's identity and then I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. Yes. Um, I like the, the idea. I, I kind of like what you've said. You've said... I'm picking a, a generic name, yeah. nothing too special. I'm not going to stand out and I'm going where a lot of people are. And I think that's the right move here. Okay. So what would I don't know be? if I, I, I mean, I've always loved the name Caitlin. So I, could I guess Caitlin. Caitlin, Yeah, you know, would be my name. Um, and you're, you're, you're Smith. I'm Jones. I would be Caitlin okay. Jones probably, yeah. you Caitlin know, Caitlin Jones, Caitlin Jones. And I also think California is a good, that's a pretty populous place. And I like it. I like Should we make this happen. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Lauren I Smith and, and I'd like to see Jones. what kind of person I'm going to be. Yeah. I might be murderous. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I was see. thinking I'd be super blase. So we'd make great roommates. There'd oh, be a yeah. good yin and yang there. She does it. So in this book, she has an accomplice. She does all the murdering, but yeah. her her accomplice is the brains behind it all. He installs cameras. He this researches things. I feel you know? like this yeah. plays to our strengths. And this then is going to be a really you good You go thing. take care of business. I'll take care of business. I'll take out anyone that needs. And, and she's taking out people systematically. I'm not just going willy nilly out there. Right. No, of course. Right. We're going to be intentional, but yes. this person needs to be off the streets. Yes. I'm doing good. Heroes. All right. I'm in. Sounds like a fun time. <laughs> I like it. What is your strangest habit? Oh, wow. It's like strangest very personal habit. What's my strangest habit? <gasps> I have mine, I think. I don't know what? if it's the strangest, but it's very unproductive and I do it every day. What? Picking my face. I pick at blackheads in my face every single day. When Unless you... I'm on vacation and then when I come home, I can't wait to pick at my face. Yeah. that That is not strange because people do it, but it is like, it, it's strange. Like it is like... It's, it's good. It's good probably answer. my most unhealthy habit, I think. Yeah. I have a question for you because this is not necess- – I don't know what my strangest habit is. Right. But it's like- something I got called out on by Chris yesterday or the day before. When you scramble eggs yeah. in the morning, uh-huh. when you crack the egg and then you you – you know, crack it into something to scramble, like just do them the, on the pan. The, or- the, oh, you do it in a bowl and then transition. What do to the you pan. put it in? Yeah, I don't. I think we've learned this about me. I do as as few steps as possible to get the from the food into my mouth. Yeah, you know, we learned this with the ice cream episode. Yeah. So I don't ever pre whisk. If I'm making scrambled eggs, the eggs get cracked into the pan. Got it. Got it. And then I, if I need to add milk, I'll add, which I never add milk to scrambled eggs. But sometimes cheese. Yeah. Then I'll add the cheese right in. I don't pre-mix anything ever. Wow. No. It's a waste of time for me. I can't imagine Eliminate living life like that. <laughs> yeah. I can't. It sounds so freeing. I, so you would, Chris and I differ, we differ in how we approach cooking things. And then, you know, but I take the smallest cup possible and crack the okay. eggs in there oh. and then use a little fork. And he's like, what? She's like, he's like, no judgment. But like, why do you do it that way? Yeah. Like there's not enough, you should have more space to like have more room whisk to really without whisk it around. Potentially spilling. And I'm like, I kind of like when the yolks hit walls of something faster to like oh. break up quicker. And I don't know if that's actually a thing, but I tend to go for like pots and pans that are just a little bit too small. Like my assessment of size when it comes to pots and pans is always off. And so I can't tell you how many times Chris has had to take whatever it is I'm making and pour it into like a bigger bowl or a bigger pot or whatever, because I just miss on that all the time wow okay, okay. yeah that's a strange habit I, I, I that's a strange that's habit. strange yeah um okay if you were arrested with no explanation what would your family and friends assume you had done <laughs> that's a really funny question mm, i mean i want to say I want to say like drinking and driving, but I haven't, I mean, I haven't done that in years. Um, well, probably for 20 years, whatever, ever since Uber, right. Is a thing. So, but I'm like, what, what else if would they If you had been think? arrested without explanation. I bet like, it would be, they'd think like, oh my God, did she, oh, maybe tax fraud. Something like, yeah. Like what would they, like what's possible that could be like really, really bad that no one would know about. Well, tax, embezzlement. No, yeah, that's a great answer. That's bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like, I don't think my family would ever think I was like a drug dealer, but like questions would be flying around of like, what did, was Colleen hiding? She's in, she's in the slammer. She's in, and there, and she's in the maximum security. She's, she's done something bad, bad, bad news. And then I would like to think that they would think about both of us. None of this could be possible. They've got the wrong gal. Right. That's where I was going. Okay. Yeah. Where I'm thinking they would probably think it was an accident, right? An like accident. I hit yes. someone on a- uh, I don't know. Yeah. I like that answer. Something a- accidental of large consequence. Yeah. 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 Okay. I have a two sips that I'm, I've been sitting on and it's like burning a hole in my pocket. Okay. All right. Let's help this person out. Okay. Hey, you guys love the podcast need major help (gasps) on Thanksgiving. We hosted, had everybody over friends, family, uh, in-laws, everyone. I have three children. One of which is a newborn during Thanksgiving dinner. The baby started crying, had woken up from their afternoon nap. I went up to feed the baby and my husband came with me to help. I've always been annoyed with my brother-in-law. <laughs> I don't know if you can see where this is going, but I can't believe it. I've always been annoyed with my brother-in-law. There's nothing actually wrong with him or no basis for what annoys me about him. However, he bugs, overly competitive, talks over me, right? You get the picture. Mostly things that are my issue, not his. While I was feeding the baby and my husband was in the room with me, I was blowing off some steam about my brother-in-law. Little did I know, we left the baby monitor (gasps) on broadcasting my shit talking to my whole (gasps) family. And is it her in-laws? Yeah, her brother-in-law. Her brother-in-law. Okay. Needless to say, when we came downstairs, things were super awkward and they left fairly quickly. I only found out a few days ago what had happened. What do I do? Well, at this point, you got to own it. I think you got to own it and apologize for talking shit. Because really, like, it's it's never really a great thing to talk shit. It's totally fine that you don't like him. And also, I think it's really fine that you talk to your husband about it. But I still think, like, an apology, like, but not, I shouldn't have said, it depends what you said. Right. But if it was, like, valid, like, man, again, he's talking over me. Like, I feel like I can't say anything right. Like, da da da. Right. Then I don't know. Maybe it's actually a good thing and you could have a conversation with him about it because maybe he doesn't know he's treating you like that. <clears throat> he could be totally blind to it. Right. Yeah. But if you're like, dude, your brother's a fucking douchebag and I don't like him <laughs> and da da da. Then, yeah, an apology, you know, of like, okay, I said things that I probably shouldn't have said. But I wouldn't. So I think you have to own it, but I wouldn't, like, you got to look at, are these things that you actually feel and were you like really rude about it or was it like, no, I'm just annoyed because he's condescending and da, da, da. then that's probably a conversation that you can have with him of like, yeah, I shouldn't have been saying that to that or whatever, but like, I have felt like this for a while and I'm sorry that you had to hear it, but I think it's good that we talk about it yeah. because I've, you've been making me feel, or I've been feeling small or, you know, unheard yeah. for a while. Yes. I would like to open up our email 
Wow. You can sip with us at gmail.com. There's a lot of family gatherings. Tis the season of family gatherings. If you've had any holiday family disasters, please email us. Oh, my God. (laughs) Please email us. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't want our two sips, just to share. Two shits. We'll get get two shits with you. Shits. Yeah, well, we give two I shits read about this, that. I thought, oh, this could have happened to anybody. 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 And now, honestly, you because we're reading this right now, you've probably saved someone else from doing it this holiday. Yes. They're going to make sure the baby monitor yes. is not on. This could have happened to anybody. Oh, and I think gosh. that's what makes this so like cringe. Is like, mm-hmm. oh no, you know, because you do need to blow off steam sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for and a sure. husband with, a spouse is a safe space to do it. Is the person, um, and oh and I God. definitely think you're totally right, Ash. It needs to be owned. There definitely a, an apology, you know, is in order. And then also, in the beginning of the message, there was some acknowledgement of like a lot of this is me, right, yeah. and not him. And so acknowledging that as well of like, hey, Mm -hmm. these are my maybe triggers. These are my things. This is what's coming up for me. Yeah. So yes, I was blowing off steam and there is like, like I apologize so much, you know, that had to have been very embarrassing and very awkward and I'm embarrassed or whatever the feelings are around it, you know? Right. But like at the end of the day, you know, we're family and I love you and we're committed to working through this. And these are things and I'm committed. If those things are true. Right. Yeah. Like what is it? But like acknowledgement and ownership of like what it is you're going to be doing too. Yes. Yes. Um, And and but also like on a side note, I'm also really sorry to this person that that happened because that just sucks. It sucks. Oh my gosh. So so he was embarrassed, but you were embarrassed. Yeah. And I think it could have been totally valid stuff. So then the other part of me is like, well, maybe this is a conversation that has been needing to happen. Right. Right. And maybe that's also what you share is like, yeah, dream outcome of this. We're closer than ever. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Because I, I truly think he probably doesn't mean to make you feel like shit. Totally. He probably doesn't know he's doing it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Timing could not be better for this partner of ours. I'm so excited that Uncommon Goods is a partner on this pod. UncommonGoods.com has the absolute best gifts for everyone in your life. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties, your one and only. And the thing I love about it most is it's unique. That's not stuff that you can just find anywhere. Everything on Uncommon Goods is creative, um, often handmade by independent artists and makers, which I love that. So skip the gifts that scream last minute, right? And find something truly original at uncommongoods.com. I love, and I have loved way before they were a partner, um, going on uncommongoods.com and just browsing and perusing and let them tell me what I might need. And it's amazing the things that have surfaced in years past that I've pulled the trigger on and that people in my life have absolutely loved. I talked about this last time, but I bought Chris a really awesome whiskey glass. 
so well made and it has like the mapping of the city of Portland on it. And then this particular um, glass, you could like, there was multiple cities that were etched in to the glasses. I shared on our gift guide, a little book nook, um, like a reading valet that I thought was so cute that made the gift guide this year. Um, But from art to jewelry, to kitchen, to home and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone, not the same lackluster gifts you could just find anywhere. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash SIP. That's uncommongoods.com slash SIP for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Okay. I thought this one was pretty cool. We have a website, you guys, sipsquadpod.com. You can hop on there and send us a message through there as well. So here's one that came in, submitted from a double fister soul sipper. Mm -hmm. The subject is just curious. Hey, Ash and Call, love you both. I was just randomly wondering how you both told your husbands and families that you were pregnant. Love listening to the podcast. Thank you. Mm. That was such a nice question. Mm-hmm. With Revy, we were pissed. That's uh, right. We were, I always forget that. We were not trying and we were leaving to go on vacation the next day or like two days later. Uh, I don't remember why I took a test, but I took a test and it showed pregnant and I was on the stairs and I had like let John know like I think I might be pregnant or something. I don't know. Like I'm going to take a test or something like that. And I came halfway down the stairs and I just threw it. I didn't like throw it at him. I threw it on the couch where he was sitting next to the couch. Um, You know, at our our first house, that condo is sitting on the stairs and he was on the couch. So I just, and I was like, and I don't even know if I said anything. And he was like, oh, you know, we were just like, we were not excited. We were at all because the previous pregnancy that I miscarried, uh, I had to go off of my medication that I take for my back and then I couldn't walk for six months. We, I had just had an MRI like a couple weeks before I found out and I um, was considering surgery to get my back fused and it just, everything, the timing just seemed terrible. So that was not special with Mac. I don't remember why I took a test either, but we were, we knew we had like a uh, one month to try. And if we did get pregnant That's that right. month, mm-hmm. If we didn't get pregnant that month, we were going to wait like another year or something like that because of like trips we had and events and stuff like that. And then we got pregnant. Like one and done. Not one. One, one and weekend. Done. I mean, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And, but then that was terrifying. There was a lot of fear with that. And I think we knew right away, maybe that's why I took the test was because I got testosterone pellets and, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know she didn't ask me if I was pregnant at the time that she inserted them. She asked me like three weeks prior at the uh, like consult consult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but turns out they can cause genetic mutations and, uh, cause like defects in the child. And so there was a lot of fear until we found out it was a boy, which was because like, that was the thing or it was like, it, it was, wouldn't have de- that would, it would have affected issue. its genitals basically. Yeah. If it was right. a female, it would have been an issue male less so because it was testosterone, but women are not, females are not supposed to have that much testosterone or something like that. So it could, um, yeah, cause genital mutation and it was very scary. Yeah. So I feel like 
then when we got the call that it was a boy, I like, we were at a Mexican restaurant and I like, we were on, also on vacation. I stopped, you know, I sobbed at the table and it just had so much relief. Mm. Um, so neither of them are like great stories. Yeah. How was yours? Well, I remember with Ben, you know, we had tried for so long and we didn't, we kept that pr- kind of private as we were going through it. I don't think I was super open with really many people until um, afterwards when I was pregnant and then I felt like I could share, but like in the midst of it all, I, I couldn't, including our family. And so I remember when we told them, it was just, we didn't like do anything elaborate. I remember we went to lunch with my parents and told them that they were going to be grandparents. And I remember there was a lot of tears. And then I remember Chris's mom knew right away because he, Chris was like, Hey, on your way home, can you like, st-? she was on her way home from something. Can you stop by our house? And she walked in the door and she said, you're pregnant, aren't you? You know, she just knew right away. Oh, wow. She could, you know, she, know, she must've known how Chris was going about it or just something. Yeah. Um, but she knew. And, and then, um, with the ectopic, I hadn't told, there was something deep in my gut that I knew something was wrong because when I took the pregnancy test, um, okay, I remember with Chris, it was funny with Ben, I, we were both a couple minutes away from morning conference calls because I took the test at like 7.55 on a Friday morning. We both had calls at eight. And was it because you had to, like you were going yes. in for the procedure? I was about to go in early that next week to have Monday my fibroid yeah. tumor removed. But I thought I should take a pregnancy test just in case right before right? Um, because my period was late, which was not abnormal for me. I was having very irregular cycles. Mm-hmm. It was part of the whole thing of struggling to um, conceive. So I did not think anything of it. And so Chris and I were both very surprised, very beside ourselves, but mm-hmm. in like a really fun way. We were just like we were like texting each other on these conference calls, like what just that? Like what is happening? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, in contrast, like with the ectopic, I took the test. I knew I was pregnant. I knew it. The test was felt, a confirmation, yeah. but I just went over to Chris and I was like, yep, yeah, pregnant. And I set it on the the counter and it, I wasn't, it was not my, I was not myself about it. He's like, mm-hmm. wow, that's just felt like a transaction. Like what? You know, you're just like, that's how I told you the same way. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm pregnant. And you're like, Colleen, great. You know? And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, and now in hindsight, there was something where I, well, you said that, I think it was the day before when we, I think it was off air, but when yeah. we were recording and I, you were like, I just don't really want to tell people yet. I don't want to talk about it. Cause I'm, I feel, I don't know. It's something like you were yeah. very aware something was off. Something was, but you weren't sure what. Like, I wasn't yeah. sure what, because in theory it was like, here's this you know, positive test, what could be off, but I just couldn't get there, um, with the excitement. And then with, um, with Ellie, a lot of excitement from Chris and I, because, you know, we'd been through that whole ordeal. My body had healed well enough. And I, I remember we did, we tried to do a little bit more of the punches where we put Ben in a big brother t-shirt and took him over, you know, to the families. And, um, (laughs) <laughs> like we, we had him in like a zippy sweater. And then when, I remember with my parents specifically, we got into the house and like took off his, you know, um, coat layer. And then he just had this t-shirt that said big brother. 
And my parents didn't notice for like 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, look okay. at Ben's new shirt. They're like, oh, cool. You know, but they weren't reading. Awesome, buddy. How cute. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, read his shirt. Yeah. Read his shirt. Yeah. And then it was, you know, excitement. So. Yeah. Um, I love that question. Okie doke. Another two sips. Hi, ladies. Please, please keep anonymous. Soul sipper here. I need advice on how to help my husband's my husband slash my in-laws. Okay. My in-laws are going through marriage problems. They're both alcoholics and it has gotten so much worse the past couple of years. So much so that we don't let them watch our two and a half year old anymore. We know that my mother-in-law is talking to other guys and has slept with at least one of them. Well, this past week it has gotten to the point of them physically fighting each other. Big yikes. My husband is the oldest from a different marriage, so there's a big age gap. His other siblings are a junior in college, a senior in high school, and a freshman in high school. Mm. Okay, so he's carrying like the load here. We live an hour away from them. We know we can't do much to help his parents. They're adults and both stubborn, but I worry about the kids. How do we help them? We can't have them stay here and still go to their school. So I'm wondering if she's thinking like, obviously, we can't move, right? Or be closer to them, but maybe they right. want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm 31 weeks pregnant with our second baby. Congrats. And don't want our daughter exposed to the drama by letting my father-in-law stay with us. Okay, so that's the conversation, right? Is like, should they oh, move closer the to the in-laws or let... So the father-in-law, if they're physically fighting each other, it's like, do they need to be separated? Are they, are they considering having the father-in-law stay with them? Thanks and love you, ladies. I don't think that we, this is something I don't think we can really tackle, tackle. Um, yeah, I think you got to decide what your boundaries are and I mean, I can decide, right. It's like, so I always say to my clients, you've probably heard me say this before there, I don't know what the right or wrong thing is for you. No one can know that, but you, you and your husband get to decide that together, but the way to know what is the most right decision for you is what your reasons are for doing it. Right. And so if your reasons for like allowing the father-in-law to live with you is because, well, I feel bad and I have all this guilt and because I should. Okay. And then if your reasons are no, he can't live with us, but here's, you know, we can help him financially or, or maybe not, maybe there's nothing that you can do. And it's just like, no, this is our boundary. And we stand. and your reasons are because I want to protect my family and protect my child and protect my peace while I'm pregnant and da, da, da. you got to decide which reasons do you like more because you don't really have like either, either way you choose is going to be hard and mm-hmm. people are going to be disappointed. And so who do you want to disappoint yourself and your son and, or your in-laws, right? Like, I think it's really looking at the why behind things. And if the why ends up that you're like, no, the boundary is I can't have someone staying here knowing that they're going to be upset about that. And that is okay. Like they are entitled to being upset about that. And that doesn't mean that you have to waver on your boundary that you've decided is important for your family. Yep. I also think you have to release some of that guilt for the kids. So she said they're in high school. The brothers, so her husband's uh, the oldest siblings, brother, right? Junior yeah, so in college. 
Okay. Senior in high school and a freshman in high school. Yeah. So they're high school aged, which is good that they're, if they were little kids, then it's like, okay, there might be, there's a bigger discussion here about their safety, but they're old enough that, you know, they can get out, whatever. There's two of them still at home. And I feel like you got to kind of release some of that guilt, especially with your pregnancy right now. Like this is not your thing to own. So I think you need to have a conversation with your husband about what feels good to you. And then once you make that decision, you got to have your back on it. You guys both have to have each other's back on this decision. Yeah. Yeah. This one, um, there's so many moving parts like between the pregnancy, their own marriage, like the person who's writing and her husband. Right. And then you kind of said it perfectly in one sentence that the writer said, like everything you said, uh, Ash spot on, like, yeah. And then, but she said that they're uh, their own adults, they're adults. Like, and it is not your job to like fix this. If you want to help, you know, you absolutely, it's this family, Mm -hmm. but it's like deciding boundaries, comfort level, but you do not owe anything just because they're parents. Yeah. And if the boundary, 100%. And if the, I was just thinking, if the boundary is that you guys decide, because your husband, it sounds like she said, help my husband and his in-laws. So your husband's struggling with this. Um, maybe you do decide to let the father-in-law live there, but the boundary is you can't drink while you're here. Yeah. And if he does cross that boundary, you need to have a very clear stance with your husband before you guys allow this. Because a boundary is not there to manipulate the behavior of the other person. The boundary is there to protect yourself so that if that behavior happens, you have a plan in place that removes yourself from that situation. In this instance, if the boundary is you can stay with us as long as you're not drinking, once he drinks, it's not in attempt to control him, but it's like, since you are drinking, we cannot have you stay here, right? Like, and, that, and then you need to absolutely follow through and uphold that boundary, Um and he's going to have, a, he's not going to like it. He's going to be pissed or, you know, and again, I don't know what your boundaries are. You're going to decide, but that could be one. And just know that it has nothing to do with controlling the other person. It's about protecting you and keeping your space safe. Yes. Okay. Um, this is from Rachel rapid fire. Okay. Favorite TV show to binge over and over the office. I don't like watching things twice. I don't like I don't like watching movies that all that often twice except for a small few. Mm-hmm. The only TV show that I have done a rewatch on ever is Breaking Bad. Same. So But that's I my but I do put on like mm-hmm. The Office sometimes if I if there's nothing on I just want some background noise. Yeah. Cuz I still laugh at that. But yeah, I agree. I don't like to I'm like I've already seen and when people say, "Oh, I reread books." I've reread Untamed or like personal development, but not if there's like stories. Yeah. If I know the ending, how it worked out, I don't, yeah. I, don't I can't do it. it yeah. Life's yeah. too short to like re, re go through. Like, I don't yeah. know if even travel, like there's certain places that Chris and I have said, okay, well, when we're retired, we're going to go, we're going to pass back through here, but yeah. it'll be like a pass through. Like, I don't want to yeah. go unless it's like somewhere that we, there like Hawaii, like we go to a lot and we like that. Yes. But like if we're doing an international trip, there's a lot of ground to cover. I don't want to be going back through the same places, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What drink was your first ever sip of alcohol? I believe it was a mix. 
I think I remember it was my, with my friend Liz and we were at her dad's house and we did the graveyard situation. I don't remember if we put it all like a little bit of alcohol off several of his bottles. Right. So that he wouldn't notice. And I don't know if we, we probably did separate them. So then we put them in like pop containers or something. And then we went to the park and we drank. So it was a, a, a graveyard of liquor. Oh, we, okay. Mine was with a friend, um, and we busted into her parents' alcohol cabinet and it Mm -hmm. was Southern comfort. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, okay, how does anyone drink this? This is, this is what I've been wanting. Yeah. Never going to be for me. Mm -hmm. Favorite chips. I like kettle cooked. I would say jalapeno and I like the folded ones. The folded ones? Yeah. A folded when they when they are baked folded in half. You know, you, you open the bag, there's a whole bunch, there's like some that are not folded and they're just yeah. flat. I like them when they're folded in on themselves. They're nice. extra crunchy. Nice. So I'll pick all those out first in the bag. Ruffles cheddar. And sour cream. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, favorite dip. I'm Okay. I don't know if this is considered a dip, but I really love pepper jelly over like cream cheese. And my aunt has one that she makes and it's pineapple, like the, I guess like dessert, you know, like pineapple filling or something. It's like, I don't know what that's called, but like a pineapple thing mixed with horseradish. And then she pours it over cream cheese. And it's so, I would eat the whole thing in one sitting. It is so good pepper jelly and cream cheese but then this pineapple thing with horseradish oh my god i would i it's so good i saw this bit online i need to forward it to you because i feel like we should do this bit i don't know if it's here or the next time we're in person but these um these gals got together and they taste they did a taste test of um like trader joe's stuff yeah all the seasonal stuff at trader joe's oh uh uh-huh so they just – I saw this last night. They tested the sweet cannoli dip. Okay. At Trader Joe's. And so they yeah. did it where they like – they'd each take a couple bites and then you'd see their rating like side by side, like mm-hmm. 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10. And they tested a bunch of these holiday things and this got 10 out of 10. Um, so I want – and it made me want to go to Trader Joe's and get the sweet can- – or, right. or whatever this cannoli dip is. Uh, oh. So I'm in. I mean my favorite dip especially during the holidays is the Lipton's like onion dip that you mix with sour cream. That, that to me, it's just a classic go-to. Oh yeah. Total jackpot. Jackpot. Best talk show. Current day. I wouldn't even be, I don't think ever of all time. Let's to you. Um, well, I want to say Ellen, uh, uh, Oprah's always kind of bugged me, but, um, Ellen, now you hear she was an asshole. Yeah, but I, I do know. think she did at the time before I knew all these things of celebrities that she was rude to. I would say Ellen was the best; like she was the most fun. I feel like, yeah. and yeah. What about Jimmy Fallon? Does that count, or is it like daytime talk? Show? No, I would count Jimmy Fallon because I like. I, I again, I don't watch any of these, but I see a lot of his clips, and they make me yeah. laugh a lot on social. I remember watching Oprah, like when I lived at my home childhood home. Like yeah. in high school and stuff. And some of those episodes still, I think about them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going Oprah uh, because I watched, it was like the only talk show I like really watched and just um, still 
the impact of it in my I life. I think that's the right answer. I mean, she is certainly the most successful talk show host of all time. Like she is yeah. legendary. She's iconic. So clearly she was doing something right. She just always has a little bug yeah. factor to me. Yeah. But I think you're right. Favorite bagel. Mm. What's your bagel order? Well, you know, I don't have bagel orders anymore. I know, but gluten-free bagel very order. very hard. Cause I really miss a bagel. I'm going to go, I'm going to go buy a bagel today. I'm going to go buy a gluten-free bagel yeah. because like a toasted bagel with yes. cream cheese. I used to get like the cheddar jalapeno bagel. And then with, I love it. If it was a jalapeno cream cheese, that's great. Yeah. But I want it toasted cause I want it crunchy and I want it warm. Yes. Oh my God. That sounds good. Yes. There used to be, do you remember in college there was that place it was like a bagel shop. Yes. Used to get bagel sandwiches there. And oh God, it was so good. I feel like maybe mine had, I know it had sprouts on it and tomatoes and cucumbers. And then I don't know if there was other meat. It was Are you talking about the one like just, right by the bookstore? Yes. Yeah. That's the one I went to all the time. Oh my gosh. It was so good. I didn't get, I would always, at the time I would get cheddar bagel toasted with cream cheese and fresh tomato in it. Mm-hmm. Now current order is jalapeno cheddar. A jalapeno cheddar. All the way. Oh, gosh. All the way. But the same thing, cream cheese and tomato? Yeah, fresh tomato. Yeah. But toasted, warm, right? That's true. I want to add add tomato to mine, too. That's very good. Does anyone ever do a bagel not toasted? Because... I mean, if you do, we don't want to know about it. It seems offensive. What kind of world? You know? Keep it to yourself. Keep that to yourself. If you're going to act like that, keep it to yourself. Don't... Yeah. Don't tell anybody. It's, honestly, you should go into witness protection. Yes. That's who needs it is yes. you at the untoasted bagel eater. Yes. That's the scariest of all. Go-to dish to bring to a potluck. Uh, whatever I'm thinking I want to pick up. Do people go to potlucks? Still? Yeah. Pot, oh, like yeah. Basically, every family gathering I have is a potluck. Okay. Basically, every single time. There's yeah. like whoever's hosting usually cooks like the primary you know, whatever. Yeah. And then everyone says, what can I bring? Oh, a salad. Oh, a roll of appetizer. Oh, dessert. It's I get, okay, always a potluck. For sure. I guess I did. When I'm imagining potluck, I was thinking like a picnic. You oh, know? right. But no, okay. If that's what we're talking about, then yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's a, I don't know if I have a go-to. Usually it's like, Hey, can you bring this? Or you're assigned, you know, assigned something. Yeah. I want to see, I just, God, this guy the other day, it was a dad. I guess I didn't save it. He, uh, someone said this is like the best, this is going to be your go-to dip. Maybe it was Ooh. a girl. I don't remember. Go-to dip. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Um, she said, this is what you bring every, oh, this is it. It's her. Okay. So she makes these candied pecans and then she said, anytime you use this dip, it's going to be amazing. Eight ounces softened cream cheese, two tablespoons grated onion, one clovesman's garlic. Then transfer it, put it in a ball, cover it with saran wrap, let it get cold and let those flavors get melty. Then combine a quarter cup butter, quarter cup brown sugar, teaspoon Worcestershire, and a teaspoon spicy brown mustard. Mix it all up, get it all melty and gooey. Yeah. Remove from the heat yeah, and stir in three quarters of a cup finely chopped toasted pecans. Okay, toasted pecans, warm ooey gooey. Pour over your cream cheese mixture. Everyone fight over it. Doesn't that sound good? What? So I was like, I'm going to save that. It's you know, cream cheese, Yum. onions, garlic, mixed, blended, then butter, Worcestershire, mustard, 
brown sugar. This girl is bellyfull.net on TikTok. Pour that over the top. And uh, wham, bam, thank you, man. She said every time she goes to a party, it's the most popular dish and everyone asks for it. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, doesn't that sound freaking good? She's on um, Instagram as well. Bellyfull blog? Yeah, Bellyfull blog. Oh, yeah, there she is. Does she post? Oh, yeah, she still does. Okay, so there it is. The best homemade candy pecans. That's where I first found her. This hand, I want to make those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that. Uh, I don't see that. On she, her but it's Instagram. on her web. It'll be on her website. I'm going to give her a follow. Belly yeah, me too. That's a cute little, that's a cute handle. Yeah. All right, let's move straight into one of our faves that it's been one of, I think, our longest running supporters on the pod, and that is Rothy's. You've heard us talk about it if this isn't your first episode with us. And there's a reason we keep talking about it, and we're never going to stop because they're so freaking cute. Rothy's shoes, I mean, no outfit's complete without a great pair of shoes. So for chic and comfortable flats, they can easily be dressed up or dressed down for whatever sort of gathering you're doing. You want to shop at Rothy's. They are 10 out of 10 in our book. And the thing that, so obviously they're very comfortable. They're also washable. So you can throw them in uh, the washing machine that come out brand spanking new. So if you want to be a hero this season, buy them for yourself, but also give the gift of Rothy's because that's going to show that you care about comfort, durability, and of course style. Designed with the planet in mind, all Rothy's are sustainably made with their signature thread repurposed from single-use plastic bottles. And if you don't know someone's shoe size, they make versatile bags and accessories that run from pocket size to tote size. And honestly, their bags are, they've been on my dream wish list for a while because they're so stinking cute. I love them. You have their most popular, the point in black, right? Yeah, I have the point in black. I have I have three pairs of Rothy's that I wear all of the time. I dress them up. I dress them down. I wear them to pick up the kids from school. I wear them on date night. I love that I can wash them and how brand spanking new uh, they look after I wash them. And I've had these same shoes now for a while. And they're still so, so comfortable. I like brand new. Mm-hmm. Yes. You guys get stylish shoes, versatile and durable enough to wear all the time with Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash sip. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sip. Time to rant. I'm going to land the bird. Lander. So the rant that I have right now is, oh God, bedtime routine. Mm. And it's not really bedtime routine. It's that Revy is not tired. We, we were starting bedtime routine around eight with her. Um, it was like seven 30 and then it went eight and then it was like eight 30. She doesn't fall asleep. She's like not tired before 10. And I feel bad for her because like, if you and I aren't tired, we find something to do. We'll, you know, yeah. wash. There's things to do. You can be on your phone. You could read a book. Yeah. You can, but like, she doesn't really have a lot of things and she's five. So she's right. like, wants to, you know, be with us and whatever. But it's also like, there are times where I want to go to bed 
before, like last night you went to bed at 9.45. There are nights where I want to go to bed early like that and she's still awake. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I've given her melatonin a couple times, like a half milligram of kids melatonin, but I don't want that to be like the, the thing. Norm. So I'm yeah. the, it, the hard part is not her. It's like, I don't know the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so then she goes to bed late and yesterday morning we tried, we were like, okay, I gave her a melatonin, half melatonin the night before. So she fell asleep probably about nine or nine 30. And then we woke her up at eight because normally she'll wake up at like nine. So yeah. we woke her up. We thought, well, what if we wake her up a little early? So we wake right. her up at eight. Um, but I don't like waking her up because they look so freaking peaceful when they I sleep. Know. I know. So I just, I went in there and instead of waking her up, I just turned the sound machine off because I was like. So, Maybe this will so be a That'll, gradual. This will be a gradual wake up. Yeah. So I, it, the rant is on me and not knowing what to do because I, I feel bad for her that she's bored. Yeah. She doesn't actually need that much sleep, right? She's sleeping from 10 to nine or 10 to eight 30. So she's getting, so apparently she doesn't need that much sleep, but I don't want to give her melatonin every night. I don't want to drug my kid. So it's just this pile of confusion. And I do want to have downtime at the end of the night with just John and I, which yeah. we are not getting. Right. It's just the conundrum. It's very hard to know the right move here. If you guys have made the right move or oh, been in a similar situation, me. email at you can sit with us at gmail.com and we'll share because I feel yeah. like this is the thing about parenting is you get it figured out, you get it figured out, you get it figured out, and then boom, boom. this new thing, yeah. situation, it's whether, it's, whether it's this or teeth brushing or whatever, and then you're right. like, okay, got to retool and new now figure here. this figured out. out until we get into like a new groove. Yes. And then it's, it's yeah. going to be something else. Yeah. I found these melatonin free, like sleep things on Amazon for kids. So maybe, I don't know what's in them, like lemon balm or something, whatever yeah. things that they're, they're targeted to kids. So I know it's safe, but I put them on the subscribe and safe. So they won't be here till January one. And I thought, well, maybe I just need to get those going. Yeah. Something to help her body wind down. Wind down. Cause I don't really know what to do. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't nap for a while, right? She's quite mm -hmm. not since probably three and a half. -ish. Yeah. We did quiet time still for a while, like at least six months after she stopped napping, she still had to be like restful, but we haven't done that in a year mm -hmm. or more. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. do it at school, but not on the weekends. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. My rant and I had a different, you know, I had the rave about the nighttime with Christmas, but it actually is funny because this is also kind of a rave. Online shopping is the best for Christmas. Yeah, it is. The best. I have not gone into a store to, because I don't like to shop in stores. I just mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. And I, and maybe that's a weird habit of mine. I don't like it. Not even a habit, but just... A lot of people like to shop and that's like a normal thing to like enjoy shopping. I don't. I don't like hitting stores. I don't like parking. I don't like browsing. I don't like feeling I am in people's way. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Plus with online, you've got the whole world at your fingertips. Right. Of stores. And you can search. You don't have to go down the aisles to say, where's that red shirt or where's yeah. this game? You just type it in. Boom. There it is right there. You know no, what I also don't get when I'm in person is a star rating. That's true. No reviews. I want a star rating. I want reviews. I don't want to just have something served to me. I want to take what's served to me and then compare it against all the other things similar yes. in the world. Right. And get the best yeah. one. Right. And so then sometimes you're typing in, what is the best stovetop fireplace? What is the best yeah. humidifier? Whatever, right? Yes. And then you're going in, you're doing a deep dive. Yes. 
All right. I mean, yes. the best grade A situation. I mean, we sacrifice. It would be good to try on. Like when I'm shopping for myself, it would be good yeah. to like try on more things. And I hate sending things back. So that's right. kind of not fun. No matter how easy they make it, it's a boomerang thing. It's uh-huh. like a to-do. I hate having a return on my to-do list. I've got to go yeah. make this return. I hate it. Uh-huh. But for Christmas shopping, especially online ordering is where it's at. So make my list, check it twice, go Boom. shop online. So my rant is brick and mortar stores. Yeah, I agree. Having to leave the house shopping. There is something like when people say, oh, I love Ross. I'm like, I wouldn't, I, you, I don't want to be inside of that store ever. Ross, yes. Home no. Goods, even Nordstrom no. Rack, because it's, it's hunting and pecking. You got to touch every single rack to like find the thing. And I just think, no, it's not worth it. I'm, I'm scrolling online. You know what I hate too is like the feeling, like even walking through Target, the feeling of, do I need this? Do I yeah. want this? It's like this pull to buy, 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 buy. Do you that feel I like don't the only like exception is Costco? Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like I, I actually look forward to Costco. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Costco. Why? I don't know what it is, but they, it, they're pumping magic into that air. I trust them. That's true. They don't, they don't steer you wrong. And if they do steer you wrong, their return policy is the best I've ever seen. I like that I can go in there and get my staples of what I need, but then also be served up new stuff. And I like the warehouse vibe where it's not like... And no one's bugging you? No one's bugging you. Are you doing okay, miss? It's like when I go into Target or, or anywhere else... It's like an overwhelm of like all the things I could buy. Whereas when I'm in Costco, it's like, oh, these are all things I need to buy because mm-hmm. Costco's telling me that I need to buy these things. Yeah. And it's limited. They have a lot of stuff, but like they don't have 17 different types of apples. They have like yeah. two or three, right? Yes. And then they've got like, they don't have every different shirt and jean and everything that you could possibly wear. They've got like six options for yes. women, six, six options for men. They got a couple jammy options for kids that, you know, like it's not overwhelming. Yes. And you can yes. easily look and say, Ooh, that looks nice. I could buy it. Or you know what? I actually don't think I need that. Yeah. Easy to say. It's an easy yes, easy no at that place. Could you imagine if Costco went under? No. And honestly, I forgot that was going to be my, my uh, rant today was one thing about Costco is sometimes they bring really good products and you love them and you get excited for them and you think, thank God you have this. Yes. And then they don't restock it. Yes. This just happened. We found these fair life, uh, protein milk and like the ingredients are so good. The flavor is insane. 30 grams of protein per thing, two grams of sugar. I mean it, and it's legitimate ingredients yeah. in here. The kids love them. They're gone. We go back. We said, we got to get a hundred more cases. John says, nope, no can do my friend. No dice. They've not brought it back. Wow. That's also a rant. Yes. Yes. All right. What's a, what's a rave? Um, or I could go right. Well, it was the Christmas tree at night. I don't have a bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's your rave? Okay. I'm going to see if I can, if I can show you the rave. Okay. Because so the last, uh, six months or so my headphones have been crackling. Yeah. They've been acting like real assholes. And I thought, what in the heck is it? Because I'm not gentle with my things. So I thought, have I like banged this around too much? So I order a, a new cord. Because some of the equipment, like the headphones are expensive and then I have this box that it goes through and that's expensive. So I order a new cord. Cord doesn't fix it. I said, damn it. All right. I'm going to get new headphones. So you get the new headphones. Headphones come. 
what the hell? Brand new out of the box, still crackly. I yeah. order a new box. Box comes. Okay, it was the box the whole time. Gotta be it. You know, it's the box. Yeah. Still crackly. Last night, or yeah, we're recording Patreon. My box is going wild. It's it's Static City. You guys yeah. have probably heard it. I say, what in the hell? It's got to be user error because yeah. I've replaced the everything. Process it's of all elimination had been new. exhausted. Yeah. All brand new, and I can't I can't figure out a rhyme or reason. Google, I say, why is my headphones crackling? And nobody knows. Nobody yeah. can answer. And all of a sudden, Chad, the editor, comes through yesterday, and he says, "Hey, Ash, do you happen to have? Hey, Ash, do you happen to have anything by your box? Any cords or anything right there by your box? You guys hear what's happening? Yes. I'm putting my I plug my phone into a charger." Because turns out, yes, my box is right here. And I got two cords. I got a big battery pack right here. One of those things where you can plug a bunch of stuff into. I got two cords coming out. I have my foot on top of it. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Yes! Wow, that's This awful. whole damn time. This whole damn time. It was just my <laughs> phone and cords. And I just had no idea. And I feel like, Chad, you've saved my life. I don't. And I said, you are a genius. And he says, well, if I was a genius, I would have figured it out before. And I said, well, the internet still does doesn't know. You got to tell the internet. The internet still doesn't know what's going on. I, I went there first. Oh my God. I didn't need to buy all these new things, but I've bought now them. And now double I've, of everything. Fine. Now I'm double of everything. And uh, I just feel really grateful because it is so irritating. And, yes. and yesterday, you know, we're talking, I'm moving the cords all around. I can't figure out yes. what it is, but yes. sometimes it would go away. And then yeah. I'd just be sitting Maddening. there and all of a sudden, bam, right back. And I'm like, I haven't moved. Maddening. It was the, so anyway, if you guys are ever recording anything, you're getting interference or feedback, check the courts. There's check nothing where your better at. too than like figuring something out. Yes. Case closed. Case closed. Detective. Chad. Chad. <laughs> say his last name, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's fine. I mean, he's doing this full time now. Chad, Detective Robson. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys have a podcast, Chad's your guy. Chad's he your solves guy. more than just editing issues. Yes. Clearly. If you have a problem, just email hey, Chad. will solve it. Actually, let's do a new segment. He has a spin while my... You can sip with us at gmail.com with any questions for Chad. Any questions hey, you got, got a problem? Fact, Chad will solve we're not them. Doing, we're not doing two sips anymore. No. Chad. Yeah. It's all right chat, chat. Yeah. But for real. Tap it out. We'll send uh, some things to Chad. See what he Honestly, has to say. He does know a lot of things about he knows a, lot a lot of things. things. So if you've got just something informer. bugging you for years yeah, that you can't fix. Yeah. Let us know. We'll send yeah. it over to Chad. All right, you guys. Terrible, we love Chad. you. Love you. You can sip with us always. always. And we will, and we see, will you see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm -hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. 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 Totes. Kabots. 
do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.